Howdy everybody, Jordan Stoltz here from the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today's show is about bad training days, what to do, and a little confession from my own training. From today, actually, as I record this, we're going to talk about how to handle bad training days and kind of how you should move forward through those and prevent them in the future. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Let's get started. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today's show, I wanted to start out, and this one may be a bit shorter. Um, it is pretty late here on Sunday night before this episode goes up. It's only, uh, I usually release these episodes around 6, and it's only 6, 7 hours before that. Um, this episode is going to go out. So I want to start this episode out, though, even though it's going to be short, with a confession, which was that I had a bad training session today. And for me, that's not that common because over the past, oh, man, six months to a year, I have moved things in my day and in my schedule and in my life to kind of support training. And I guess what I mean by that is... I found a split that works really well for me. So a workout schedule for every week that I really like, usually motivated for, perform well, recover from, so on and so forth. I found a way to track my lifts and my progress that I like, that works for me, that I can keep going over time. Um, and most importantly, I found a way for me to not train really, really early in the morning anymore. Um and am now doing it more in the middle of the day, have the home gym, don't even need to drive to it anymore. So I have all these things kind of going for me, and the bad training sessions haven't necessarily happened. Uh, and I know for a lot of you who haven't had gym access, you know, you might have had a string of bad training days where you just don't enjoy the home workouts, or you haven't been doing the home workouts at all, or you're just getting back to the gym over the last month or so, or maybe newly this month, and you are, you know, you're just not getting back to the swing of things. It's kind of a struggle. You're kind of grinding through it, going through the motions, and it's not what it used to be. So I want to talk about bad training days because they do happen to everybody. You need to know how to handle it. You know, you need to know how to move forward through it, and you need to know um, how to evaluate it and learn from it because I think that's almost the most important thing um, is to actually kind of own the mistake that you made, you know, take responsibility for that bad session and not just say you hate training or things are off today or anything like that or just being lazy. You need to realize what caused this in the first place. You know, the most important thing in all of this is not letting one bad training day or session snowball into a lot more. And not taking responsibility can do that. You don't want your bad training day, you know, if I had a not so good workout today where, you know, for 
me personally, it basically just felt like everything was super heavy and the workout felt like it took three or four hours, even though it was like an hour and nine minutes or something like that. It felt like it was so long and it just, I, I don't know if I had other stuff in my mind, if I just physically wasn't there, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But the most important thing here is that I don't let this snowball forward. So tomorrow I have a rest day and I don't need to train. So that's going to help. And the next day after that, I need to get back in the swing of things. And I have that pressure on myself to know to get back into it. You know, it, try to apply that same pressure to a lot of different areas uh, to not let that snowball effect happen because that can be a dangerous thing in negative situations. If you, you know, you are disrespectful to your spouse or your parents or something like that, once it's easy to let that snowball into a common behavior and pattern. And then you're pretty soon you're doing it to strangers at Walmart. Um, and you're definitely not fostering good relationships in your life, right? As another example, um, you can let that happen with anything though. And you really need to let those bad training days start and end that day. So that's the biggest thing I wanted to drive in is to make sure that that doesn't carry forward because, you know, if you train, let's say you train three days a week is all, and that's 150 workouts a year, you know, three bad workouts in there isn't very much. But if you let that snowball into six weeks of bad workouts, you know, you're talking 18 out of the 150 at that point, maybe that happens a couple times a year. So it could get a lot worse if you let it snowball into, you know, a month or two. So we're not going to do that. Okay. But like I said, the biggest thing is really to see why was it a bad trading session, evaluate and change. That's the most important thing um, you know, you can do after I think. And that's something that I had to do today was own the mistake that I made going into the training session somewhere along the line, right? I mean, I wrote down a list of things that could affect your training negatively, which would be a lack of sleep, alcohol consumption, poor nutrition, um, not focusing on your recovery, programming mistakes, doing too much, or just not being mentally there, right? Not focused, not... Um, not disciplined enough. And I pinned it today on sleep and the mental game. So I could have done a lot better over the last two or three days getting more sleep and prioritizing that over other things that were honestly just leisure related. Um, I could have got another hour or two. I could have even let my alarm, like, honestly, I didn't have to get up early that like I did today, right? It's just... I was able, I should have prioritized it to help my training in that way if that was my priority at the time. And um, also my mental game maybe just wasn't there. My focus wasn't quite there. And there was, there could have been ways that I could have helped that, which I'll talk about later. So those are kind of what mine were today. But there's, you know, it's not all bad things either, right? Staying up late isn't inherently bad. And alcohol, poor nutrition, right, quote unquote, and things that aren't optimizing your recovery or a perfect, perfectly laid out program with a perfect volume and all that, that's not always a good thing, right? Because it's not your priority. It maybe doesn't even matter to you, right? If you want to prioritize hanging out with friends and I don't know, you know, something that's sometimes associated with negative behavior, like staying up late and playing video games, right? A lot of people in the fitness industry will bash on that, 
honestly, if that's what you like to do and that's your priority, go for it, you know, but just know you are putting your training sessions at risk of being poor. And I think that it's important to self-evaluate, know why that's happening and make a change. So next time I'm going with a game plan and hopefully set myself up for better success. And that doesn't happen again, basically by focusing more on sleep. Cause I know maybe that's an issue for me. Um, and then a little bit more on the mental aspect, going in focused, motivated, driven, um, and then just disciplined to get through it. So I have things here that I think you can do to help your training sessions. If you're, you're having a bad one, right? You're done with your warm up. you're through your first lift or two, and you know, man, everything feels heavy. This is going slow. I don't want to be here. You know, nothing's right. And I have a few different tips I'm going to give you. One of them is kind of, um, I don't know if it's con if it's contradicting itself, but I think they both work, even though they're total opposites. I'll start there because it might be the most confusing one. It's to start your lift in a different way and one way is to work up to a heavy single and maybe it's just my personality the way that I function but if I work up to a heavy single almost I mean a one rep max and something you're not going to get hurt in that gets me fired up for more training it doesn't actually whoop me it doesn't fry my recovery too much as long as it's not um, you know grinding reps with horrible form or anything like that but going for something heavy a nice, powerful one rep max single that really gets me fired up. My central nervous system. It's like a jolt of energy waking me up. That's an option. What I actually find for most people though, and I think it's a personality difference because for me that heavy set will really work. But for a lot of people, what I find works better is getting a pump, honestly, and getting that feeling that you kind of get post-workout sometimes after a hard workout get that earlier right so do some supersets do some giant sets do a circuit or two get a pump going get the high reps right and start there so you're kind of priming your body up your joints are going to feel a little bit better but you're also getting just a little more amped up you're feeling good about yourself you get those you know those good hormones rushing through your body and it's it's all it's all gravy at that point. So that's kind of where I like to go is to change the lift up a little bit that way. Now, my lifting right now is pretty structured. So I didn't do that because I didn't want to really mess up my programming. Honestly, if you're just kind of winging it, um, training a little bit more intuitively, just following a basic split, those are options for you. For me, I could have gotten a pump, but that doesn't work as well for me as heavier work does. So what I did instead is I cut out some of my more fluff volume at the end of the workout, the stuff that isn't as important to me. So it's important that you structure your workout in a certain way where you're prioritizing things, right? And you have like for me I have a pretty much like a warm up or some activation. Um then we're going to go into a primary lift, secondary lift, Usually a third lift, which I guess tertiary would be the right word, um, or an accessory, and then you're going into smaller muscle groups, essentially, and kind of the icing on the cake type of thing, right? So, um, you know, let's say today was supposed to be shoulders and arms, and we're supposed to start out with um, 
some light uh, supersets, some light pushdowns, some um, circle raises, dumbbell like a lateral raise, um, all the way over the head. That's the priming. First movement is heavy standing shoulder press. I'm not going to go into the sets and reps right now. Second movement would be a seated one arm dumbbell press. Third movement would be a standing dumbbell shoulder press, and then go into skull crushers, lateral raises, uh, rear delt fly, giant set, and then some shrugs, curls, and some neck work. So because of my lack of motivation and desire to be doing that session today, I actually cut out everything after that giant set at the end. So I didn't do the curls. I didn't do the neck work. I didn't do the shrugs. Just cut down on overall time. So organize your lifts like that where you have a primary lift that you want to put a lot of focus and energy in. Maybe a second one that supports the primary one. And then a third one that focuses on the same body part as the other two but doesn't necessarily work on a weakness from the first. So that's kind of how I structure things. If you're doing a bench press, you might do flat bench, pause bench, and then incline dumbbell. Um, and then you're finishing off with triceps, chest flies, whatever. And you can cut that stuff off if you need to. I don't recommend cutting work, honestly. I mean, if I'm a coach, I don't want, I don't want you going into your training sessions unless you talk to me first and cutting out sets and stuff like that right i want you to do the work but you do need to know how to adapt your own training and programming because that's important it's important to know what is getting your main job done for the day what is your main goal my main goal was to get the heavy work on the shoulder presses support those shoulder presses with my second lift and then get a little bit extra shoulder work in then a little bit of isolation but i didn't go too far on that and i definitely didn't do any of that extra volume work that would probably just make this domino effect happen and let it snowball where I have another bad session because then my traps are sore and so on and so forth. So I chose to just optimize the recovery for the next one. The next tip is some external stimuli and I recommend saving these kind of things for these bad training sessions, which is something I could have done today to help the mental game. So um, things like caffeine, pre-workout powders, certain playlists on you know your your music playing device or even an outfit that makes you feel really good you know there's all these different things I, I don't know if everybody maybe you guys don't have an outfit that you feel extra special in going to the gym but i i do you know that shirt that fits just right the the pants that are just the right amount of stretchiness the most comfortable shoes uh, all these things make a difference and especially more so the caffeine and the music and those kind of external stimulus. So save those. Don't use them every single time. Now, you don't have to go in no music, no headphones. That's just a little bit psycho. But you know, don't load up on the caffeine before every single workout five times a week and then you have nothing left you know, to boost yourself with when you need it. Use that as more of a boost and you know, keep the playlist i like to listen to podcasts sometimes a lot of times i'll do music though but it won't be you know screaming in your ear type of music until i need it and then that's where it comes in um just a little technique there and i it will admittedly say i also do the outfit thing if i need to i wear my favorite shirt to work out in if i need the extra boost and the last thing i want to talk about is 
that it's not an L, right? It's not a loss. You didn't lose by having a bad training day because that's just a perspective, right? You went to the gym and you did train and you pushed through something mentally that you didn't really want to. You hit a mental block and you pushed it. And that's saying a lot more than a lot of people and that is way better than skipping, right? You went. That's the W. So take it as a win and realize these things come. They happen to everybody. The best thing you can do is control it, realize where it came from, and put in some strategies to help yourself through the next one. That's what I have to do because today's wasn't awesome. Um, My next day is going to be a density training day, which I talked about last Wednesday. I'm actually looking forward to that session already, so I'm feeling good that I'm going to get right back on track. And I might use some of the strategies I talked about today to kind of get things kicked off. Um, More notably, probably the things like the playlists of music. Um, Maybe I'll train outside to make myself feel a little bit more invigorated. Things like that go a long ways. And bad training days, like I said, will happen. Bad training weeks, you might have a problem. Um, If it's a bad training month or a whole block of training that's just terrible, there are some things you might want to work on, and that could be sleep, it could be food choices, it could be um, your programming itself. There's, I mean, there are always things to work on, but you need to be aware of those different times where you really are struggling, and you need to try to fix those things. So that's it for today. Um, kind of wanted to share my experience on the bad training session and give some tips on what to do with that, because I think a lot of people are going to face that, especially now getting back into the swing of things with the gym. So that's it for today. If you like the podcast, subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Leave a review if possible. And if you have any questions for the show, you can reach out on Instagram at StoltzFit, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T on Instagram and YouTube. And through email, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on On fitness, fitness, food, and and freedom. freedom.